Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to another episode of the Blue Crew, a New York Rangers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Johnny Lazarus, joined by my good friend, Avery Zaretsky. We got no Cody Frankel today. Uh, don't know why, but we're going to miss him. Um, hope everyone had a wonderful Christmas. Avery, let's just start with you. How was your Christmas? I see you're back home. I'm back home. It was great to be with family and just enjoying the Rangers, enjoying time with my friends. You know, being in Miami, it's it's hard when you're not with your close family and friends but you know i'm having a good time down there it's always nice to come back to new jersey though especially that cold weather you get a little bit of that grit weather and you it, there's nothing like it uh, i do miss the seasons you kind of lose a little bit of concept of time down in miami because mm-hmm. it's always pretty much the same weather so it is nice to get that but it, it just feels different as an as an older you know not, i wouldn't say an older person but because uh, i'm still young but you know, when I was 10, 12, 13 years old, it was like you, you, you felt like the snow and everything. It felt more it felt more like Christmas and it, it just didn't really feel like Christmas that year, if that makes sense. Well, also right now it's like 50 degrees out. Like yesterday it was yeah. like a beautiful afternoon. Like it did not feel like Christmassy weather. It hasn't even snowed once. Like it's been it's been weird. And last winter was yeah. kind of the same. Yeah, it's like it's not about the tree the trees with the lights and everything you always get that you always get the people putting the signs out and the and the lights but it's just weird it doesn't feel like it's holiday time yeah and honestly like you know i was saying it yesterday to my friends time's flying like before we know it it's going to be april and like it's going to be warm out again and i don't know it's just it's been a weird weird year like to your point um everything just seems to be going really really fast yeah i'm gonna be 26 next week it's crazy on your own insurance on my own insurance. Well, you yeah. probably have benefits that better and stuff, but yeah, but I, I mean, I still gotta, still gotta pay for it. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's when you feel like you're an adult for the first time when like you're kind of off your own, your parents' insurance and whatnot. Yeah, it's gonna be, uh, it's interesting. I mean, I already applied for it and everything, so I'll have it, but definitely a life change for sure. What did you do for Christmas? Do you have any traditions or anything? No, no specific tra- traditions. Um, just with my mom, my dad, both both ways mm. um you know because I'm, I'm half so i got the the hanukkah christmas type deal so it was nice though i was just i just came back i was down the shore that's where my mom's at so mm. went down there it's a good time i was giving jake shit because uh, i heard he went to the ranger game last week with his girlfriend and you got booted from that from that uh from that game i voluntarily booted myself i feel <laughs> like <laughs> i you know i feel like he doesn't really get that many chances to go so i just let it happen mm-hmm. did whatever and um yeah it's just one of those things where i, I went uh, you know what you know what uh, the reason why i did is because i went uh, a couple games ago to the 50th anniversary thing and uh and i, I just felt like i, I had i hit my quota i hit yeah. my i hit my rangers quota for being home for now i'm actually going uh this this will come out tomorrow so i'm actually going friday in in florida against mm-hmm. the panthers are you doing a, a ref content night or are you just going and no, enjoy the game? No, no, no. We're going to enjoy this one. All right, good. And I actually will say I have a cool piece on your brother, Jake, that I'm hoping to have out as you're listening today. Uh, 
but him and Johnny Bradzinski had a really cool card exchange and I'll get more into it when the story comes out. But if you want to, I don't know if you want to say anything about it, but no, that's really cool. When I found out you were doing it, I was excited and, and I know Jake's excited and the whole, the whole situation's awesome. Johnny's a great guy. Him and I have spoke, you know, you and him have spoke obviously because he's you, the man, you know, you know, not only just with the hockey news, but I know on a personal note, Johnny's just been good to both of us. And, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it, it feels like when you're talking to one of your boys, it's not yeah. just like a guy in the Rangers. He's just a cool dude. And uh, my brother was telling me that uh, he, he, he like was talking to him about just normal life stuff. It's just, it's just cool when these guys who have so much on their shoulders and, and they, they mean so much to a lot of people, a lot of fans and they just go out and they do this. It's, it's incredible. So mm-hmm. really excited to see the story, Johnny. And uh, speaking of your brother and speaking of your family, we had a text um, from a friend of mine who actually is like a listener to every episode a couple weeks ago that I forgot to mention. I, I sent it to you, but I forgot to mention another yeah. podcast. You want me to read it out loud. So I'm going to read this text out loud for my friend, Brett. And this was when we were talking about your family and the now I can die in peace stuff. So it's kind of related to that. And the text I got from Brett was, so pretty crazy. I'm in the gym talking to my Rangers fan buddy, Mike. He was talking about how he went to all the cup final games in 94. So he goes, you know the sign, now we can die in peace. So I'm like, yes. Told him about Avery's dad and about the podcast. So he's like, yeah, I had a friend, big hockey fan, Rangers fan, wasn't doing well and was in the hospital during game seven. Said he watched the game, saw the sign, and the next day passed away. He's like, he actually died in peace watching the Rangers win the cup. Said he watched the game with his dad with a smile on his face, went to sleep, and never woke up. 25 years old. I mean, that is just like... That's insane. Yeah. I mean, again, like, you know, this is Brett talking to somebody at the gym. Like, we don't know how true that story is, but, like, just getting that text is, like, you know, kind of wild that someone experienced that through, like, your family, you know? Like, it's crazy what that sign has meant, not only to, like, the history of the Rangers, but just, like, people in their overall lives. Yeah, I, I I just like I think that's what my what my grandfather and my dad, my my uncle, they talk about it. It's just one of those things that just encompassed everything that they, they were feeling for so long. And and it really resonated with every single Ranger fan at the time. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to see the sign that you guys come up with when hopefully that that day. Comes I soon. yeah, I, I, I never like to jinx it, but. You know, it's it's so funny. I was actually I was down in, in Middletown just now at Talercio's. My buddy Eric, he's obviously a diehard Ranger fan. And I think so we haven't really discussed this, but we're definitely gonna do a tailgate for the for the February out. We're working game. on it. Mm-hmm. We're working on it. And Eric wants to do a Talercio's catering type deal. And I think what we do is we're gonna have him on the week before because this guy, I mean, you want to talk about a guy who knows Rangers hockey. He was talking in my ear like more stuff than I know about the team. He's talking about like trade deadline acquisitions. So I think we should definitely have him on. I think he's great. And uh, I was down there and um, I I, I kind of tested him a little bit. I walked up to him and I'm like, dude, the boys are playing good this year. And he was very like modest about it. And and I knew and, you know, that's a real fan when they're modest about it because we've been through so much. Yeah. And like everything's going so good right now. You just don't want to be like the guy who like jumps the gun. And then at the end of the year, they do what they did last year. So uh, it's so funny that like this all encompasses the fact that we just like, no matter how good we play, we're always just going to be super cautious. 
No, but I think it's good. Like, I think it's a good mix. Like, when the team is playing shitty, I think it's okay to let them know. And when the team is playing good, like, I think it's okay to brag and, like, talk shit. Like, that's the beauty of being a sports fan, right? Like, when your team is playing well, you want to rub it in everyone's face. And when they're not playing well, you just got to take the shots that come at you. But, like, yeah, I don't think you, I don't think as a fan, you have to say even kill. I think as a fan, you can be a little bit on both sides. I think generally as a fan, of course. But I yeah. think as a Ranger fan, when you know what we've been through, like, it, we're all cautious, but in generality of sports and whatever, dude, talk your shit, man. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think when you're winning, you, you you talk it because everybody else, when their teams are winning and your teams are losing, give it to you. So you should be able to give it back. That's what I'm saying. I agree. So uh, with yeah. that said, we got a lot of fan questions this week and there's, you know, obviously hasn't been a game in the last three days. So we're just going to go into that. Um, not many games to talk about, but the Rangers do play the Capitals tonight as you're listening. So, uh, we'll talk about that game. I'm sure next week, this week, probably a little bit more busy, but, um, so let's just get into fan questions. So the first one from Stefan gross, what was the dopest gift you received over the holidays? Any new Rangers gear? You know, it's so funny as I get older, I don't really ask for that many gifts. Oh, I did. Um, I got this uh, Ranger. It's from Johnny O it's a, it's like a crew neck type thing. And okay. it's really nice. It's like, that's like old school with the coaches used to wear like during practice. Like, I yeah, it's, like, it's like really it's like nice and light so I can wear it down in, in Florida, but I could also like wear it here. I wore it the other night out and it's just like nice. Like the Rangers logo is pretty modest. It's embroidered and it, and it feels really comfortable. So yeah, I think this is probably the favorite, my favorite thing I got. I actually saw a meme the other day. It was like, when you're younger, the worst thing you can get as a kid is like clothes. clothes and now yeah. when you get clothes, it's like the greatest feeling ever. So it's yeah. like, I, I love getting new clothes. It's a, it's a different. Oh kind of yeah, man. Different kind of rush. It's so different now um i didn't really get i had like secret santa with my high school friends so one of my friends got me a, a pretty cool hat actually it's like a 94 ranger hat it's kind of behind me i, I don't want to get up and grab it but um he got me that and like some lululemon clothing but i had to return those and pick out my own ones but uh Damn. yeah like I, I i don't really do like i didn't grow up my family never really did like gift exchanges that much during the holidays like we just didn't really do it um we're more birthdays than holidays i think um so I guess when the birthday stuff comes around, we'll do some gift stuff. Johnny's um, picky as hell, bro. Yeah. Well, I, I don't. I don't really. No, I agree. I, I, I don't really I, ask for much, you know. I agree. I think that. Um, I know someone like you is always grateful, anyways. But I think like if it's not something you want, you shouldn't just like deal with it. And I think as a gift giver, I'd feel better knowing you got what you got what you wanted. Yeah, I told my mom actually. There's only one thing that I want that I don't have that i don't even know if i would actually want but i've never been much of a watch guy but i feel like uh you know now that i if i'm wearing a suit and whatever i feel like just a, a nice watch not too expensive but like that's something that i feel like i just should have yeah absolutely you, you wear yeah. a watch right yeah you wear. A i watch. do i do yeah. I, I wear multiple watches my 21st birthday gift was a watch it was the henrik lundquist uh watch uh oh, but yeah, yeah there's so there's thick. yeah, yeah that, that was like more. yeah yeah yeah, that was that was that was like a dream to get that watch. And then um but yeah, I have some other like basic watches like there's um there's a company uh, out of Detroit called Shinola. And they're they're like most of them are under a grand and they're really nice. Like they're really nice like classy like casual watches. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm going for. Definitely like the 500 yeah. like you know, I don't really need a look up $1000 watch. No. Um all right, next one. This is actually pretty funny uh jamie warak a friend of mine who i saw at the game the other night and i don't know if anyone else caught on to this but the picture that was posted for the questions today 
she said is this the pov while you shit and yes i was in the toilet when i posted the questions today so guilty uh guy johnny yeah guilty on that one uh next one goth brooks rva any new year's resolutions boys what should the rangers be uh just dot 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 um and then he said, shout out to myself and beautiful wife, Raynell. We're both down 50 pounds this year. Let's so, go. Right. Shout out Goth that's Brooks. Huge. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a resolution? Uh, mine is to go, start going back to the gym twice a day. I, twice I was a day? Doing two, yeah, I was doing two a days. Like I, I would run in the morning and then work out after. And then I kind of just, when I moved to Miami, I was only just really working after. But now that I'm like settled into my job and I feel more comfortable, I'm getting back into those two a days. I also just um, I just want to be like more more kind. I feel like I, I could just be more kind, like in person to not just like people that I know in terms of like at, like paying more attention to their conversations, because sometimes I drift off and I kind of mm-hmm. just like think about other things. But that's just not, in general, not, not kind thing, though. I just well, I just feel like I I don't pay attention as much as I should. And I think even like just everyday life, like whether it's just like just like waiting to hold the door like an extra second for somebody or I don't know. I just feel like you want to be more present. You want to be more present, more present and more conscious of like things that are going on. I just, I just, I just see myself as like, I like to be appreciative and like take things into perspective in terms of like, there's a lot of people who like would like kill to like have the opportunities that I've had in life. And I just want to be con be more conscious of that. So I think Mm -hmm. just being more like present and like aware of like, how lucky i am yeah life. i'd say that's a good one and you also you know i think you're in a different spot than you were like a year ago right like your year yeah. has been very wild and uh wild. You know, it's good that you're grateful for it and you know you got to go through some shit to get to the good stuff so you deserve to you know be in the spot you're in yeah exactly you too you're work. you're working your ass off this is a this is a, this is a glazing session featuring yeah. johnny and avery but yeah, let's um, move on it's, it's <laughs> it, but it's true it, it yeah. is and every, yeah. everybody should feel their that way about themselves too you know yeah i mean mine was just uh try to cook more but uh i like that that's great i I don't i dude i don't cook in my apartment at all i probably should i've never been a cooker and like you know i just i I, there were stretches like there was a three-month span where i was cooking like every day for lunch and i felt healthier i felt better about my life i just felt better and more productive when i was cooking and dinner is different like i want to eat like a nice light healthy lunch like i always try to have a lighter lunch you know aside from when i'm craving the cutlet or whatever on a random saturday or sunday i think those are kind of uh you know one-offs but um yeah light lunch then like a whatever for dinner that's kind of how i go about it every day but uh there's dude there's nothing worse i I used to do it every day growing up i don't know how i played like a sport competitively but i would have the biggest lunches and like now when i have a huge lunch like it just fucking knocks me out for the rest of the day like i can't be productive after a big lunch but there are people that buy a cookbook buy a cookbook and just make every like start from the front and just make everything in the cookbook and just pick what you like and then and then go from there Mm -hmm. all right next one is a hockey one john reese 16 how much better do you think this team can be once kako and hito are back yeah i mean they're already playing amazing and you get those two guys back hito obviously was a was a gamer before he he got hurt and a guy that we seriously need in the lineup and Kaku who had been struggling, but we know that his defensive abilities were helping us at the time. You can see the metrics and um, 
yeah, anytime you can add two starters back into your lineup, a lineup that's already producing so much is great. And I, and I also think that, um, overall they, they still can add some pieces that that'll really help this team. I don't know about Heedle. Um, I'm not quite sure if, if he'll play in the regular season. Um, oh yeah. In terms of that, I think yeah. I mentioned it on the last podcast and people were like, Oh, you know, when he comes back and whatnot, I don't really see him coming back. If, I don't know. if yeah. there was a reason for, if there was a reason for him to come back, like if they weren't playing great and they like were losing a ton of injuries, but I think they're being very cautious with him. Mm-hmm. And I think that they, they see an opportunity where the LTIR comes into play and they can use it, especially if they don't, feel like they necessarily need him right now with how good Trocek's playing it's either that situation or it's even worse and he just like they just they they can't risk it yeah I just don't know I don't know what they're gonna do I mean uh Peter Laviolette said it last week like Kako skated three or four times last week so he's on his way back Heedle still like hasn't really skated with the team uh he's skated on his own but you know like you said Avery they're they're going slow about this process like there's no rush as they should yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what they decide to do, um, you know, if he is healthy enough to play. And uh, the next one, Mark Schiraldi, we need a score at the deadline. Who do you guys think we should get? We're going to get these questions every week, but. Yeah, of course. Um, if I want I to had... throw a sleeper in there if I can, because I feel like we've talked about, you know, Tarasenko, Duclair, Zuccarello, Petrana. Yeah. We've done that conversation uh, in a Go couple ahead. weeks. Yeah, huh? those are all the names that I those are all the names I was thinking. So go yeah. ahead. In a couple weeks, and you know, this is just myth, obviously, and there's no truth to it or anything, but well, not this part, but the following part. Uh in a couple weeks, Shane Pinto will be back from his suspension playing in Ottawa. Um, and he's probably gonna sign a one year deal, I imagine, with everything that happened this year and has to prove himself again and whatnot. I could maybe see the Rangers trying to get him if Heedle is not gonna return. Third line center, put up 20 goals. Uh, you know, kind of what the Rangers are looking for. And that's a name that, you know, if there is the right price range for Ottawa, you know, I don't know what that situation could be. So uh, but do we feel like it's a hypothetical, but no, 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 of course. And, yeah. I, and I don't think it's a bad hypothetical, but do you feel like that's where they're looking or do you think they're looking at that? Like we always, like we've been doing the past couple of years is that top right wing spot. Is that, is that what what do you think their main goal is going to be? Or are they looking for more of a third line? Because they have the depth in terms of like, you know, they can slot Benino in, they mm-hmm. can slot Pitlick in, but it's like that first line, that first, you know, that first right wing spot, who are they going to put there? If, if it were up to me, it's it's Tarasenko is the number one option. And then if and then if you can't get him, it's either Zuccarello or Vitrano. But uh, people keep saying Vitrano. What's his contract right now? Didn't they just sign him? He's got one more year. Oh, okay. Then I then I'm I was pretty wrong. sure. Yeah. yeah so sure. so he's so he would be a great asset to bring back. And I mean, it, if it were anybody, I love Tarasenko on the Rangers, but I would do bad things to have Zuccarello back. I don't know what they're gonna do because I think they're pretty happy with Blake Wheeler right now in that spot. And that is true. It's shown too that Wheeler isn't very productive or effective on the third line. Right. So if you replace him, I don't know where he goes. And I think what they have right now is pretty like Mika Kreider and Wheeler have been playing pretty well as of late. I'm pretty sure Wheeler right now is on like a, you know, four game point streak or something. And he's got like, you know, three or four goals, five assists in his last 
couple games. I, I don't know if those numbers are exactly right. I don't have it in front of me, but something around those lines. And, uh, you know, Mika's been playing well. Kreider's producing. Like, that line is starting to gel a little bit. And if the Rangers, you know, what what does everyone say in the playoffs? What do you need? Like, a good third line and, and secondary scoring. So if they can go out and add, like, a, you know, solid third-line piece, someone similar to a Will Cooley or someone on the fourth line who can score goals, maybe take Pitlick's spot, you know, that could be someone that they target as opposed to a first-line right winger. And they're not going to do a second-line right winger because Lafreniere has shown up. So um, I don't know if you have a response to that. No, Johnny, think about it this way, right? So you're you're in you're in bed, right? And you're and you wake up in the middle of the night and you are you're parched. Like you you have you your your mouth is so dry and you look to your left and there's an ice cold glass of water next to you, and you take that sip and it feels like the greatest sip you've ever taken in your entire life. Mm-hmm. That is what Joe Tollison saying Matt Zuccarello mm. the first night back as a New York Ranger would feel like to everybody. And I and I need it. I, yeah. I need it. The building would buzz. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, next. I don't know if that's one, a good comparison, but it, Jeff, it I didn't really get where you were going, but I'll, I'll play yeah. along with it. Yeah. Uh, the next one, and this is like a longer one from, uh, oh, NY Rocky 93. Um, when you guys talked about how Lindy always puts himself in bad spots, I just wanted to know what's the right way. I never played contact league, so I'm just curious what's taught and what exactly he's doing wrong. I just think that. You you might be able to answer this better than me because you you played a higher level than me. But from from knowing the game so well, I ju- I just think that it, he's just a guy who just goes harder into the corners than most. Like uh, you look at a guy, we talk about it all the time on this show. Adam Fox sometimes he'll let the guy get the puck before him so he can make the play on him. Versus like Lindgren, he'll always just go hard into the hard into the corner and make the play. On that posture knock hit, he stopped up, but it's not like he's trying to do that. It's just more of just whatever happens where the puck, the way the puck's bouncing, it's these split second decisions that when you slow it down, you start to ask more questions, but in their head, they're not thinking about that. They're just thinking about mm-hmm. making the right play. And sometimes the right play looks like the wrong play when you micromanage it and you slow it down. So I don't really know. I think that he's just been caught in some bad spots. It's the same thing with Hedl. Like he's just been hit hard in bad spots. It's not like he's really like looking to put himself in that spot. It just happens. It's a fast game. Yeah, the lingering one's interesting because, you know, playing D and playing forward are very different. Like, I could tell you what a forward would be doing, you know, putting themselves in that bad situation. But as a defenseman, it's a little bit harder. And I know, like, defensemen always obviously hate going back to retrieve pucks, knowing they have a forward coming at them, looking to hit them. And there's been situations where, you know, maybe Lingren could escape as opposed to absorbing a hit against the wall. Um, you know, I think getting away from the boards would be the best thing for him, obviously. Like, you know, you rarely kind of see Foxy expose his body like close to the board. So he usually does like a cutback or just a standing up straight where Lingren maybe lunges over a bit and opens himself up to receive a hit like that. Like the most dangerous spot a defenseman could be in, and this is where like a forward's like eyes light up is when you want to lay somebody out, is when a defenseman is going like, let's say they're on their forehand and they're going blue line to red line to dump the puck in and they kind of open up their body to dump the puck in and you have that full body exposed to you to just light them the fuck up like that's when a forward is just like so fired up to try to you know lay somebody out and lingering there has been times where he is trying to like ice the puck up the boards i think and maybe he opens up his body for a bigger player i think it was uh leeson on the ducks that laid him out um you know in that similar yeah. situation but i think it's just lingering also being being very tough and just 
it's not like a thought to him, right? Like, like he, he doesn't mind getting hit where like, you know, a guy like Foxy, he's a skilled guy. Like skill guys don't like getting hit. And I think Lingren just doesn't really care as much. And that might be a lack of a better way to put it, but like he's been hit a million fucking times and he always responds. Like, you know, yep. there are guys who just can't take a hit because they are more vulnerable to it. Whereas Lingren just isn't. Um, and I think that's kind of the only explanation, right? Like he, he just is used to receiving them and doesn't mind getting bumped. And uh, he just kind of deals with the consequences. I think that's the only yeah. Way there's some boxers. There's some boxers who are really good at dodging punches, and there's some that just take hits to the face just to yeah. expose the other guy. Yeah, I think that's really all it is. Um, mm-hmm. And to the Lingren point, Sammy Hockey thirty six. Can Lingren finally beat Lingren tomorrow? Charlie Lingren, the goalie. Oh yeah, I mean they're definitely feeling sour about that that last game against them. So I think mm-hmm. that they're going to come out hot. The Rangers have looked good recently. They I don't know their their most recent record, but it feels like they've been still winning a lot of games. They looked great against Buffalo. They uh, they look I, I we I don't know how much we've touched we touched on that Boston game, but man, they look so good in that game. Mm-hmm. Like you know they're not going to be able to do that every night, but if they can do that every couple of games, they're going to be really really successful down the stretch this year so mm-hmm. i'm excited for this game against the caps they know what they have to do they they know they they screwed up last time so i think they're gonna come out hot it's also interesting for both teams because the nhl doesn't allow the teams to practice on the 24th 25th 26th so both teams tomorrow or today as you're listening are on the ice for the first time in three days but it's gonna be a slow start it always is after christmas like those games are just like a little weird because everyone's a little bit rusty after three days and like you might think it's only been three days but when you play hockey and you don't skate for three days it feels like you haven't skated in like a month like it's just how it is yeah it's it's wild how quickly it goes away um but we're gonna pick a couple more the next one will go with uh mike underscore d92 favorite and least favorite activity during the holidays Ooh, you know, I actually, I think it, it falls under the same activity as drinking. It's great, (laughs) but dude, the aftermath is brutal. The Mm. aftermath is absolutely brutal. I think it, it's, it's like the same thing with Thanksgiving. It's like the drinking and the eating can go hand in hand with favorite and non-favorite. Like it's the food's so good. The drinking's a great time and hanging out with people, the people you love, but dude, the aftermath of both is brutal. Yeah, I think, I mean, for me, the holidays aren't too exciting just because like fully Jewish, like not much to do. Yeah. Um, but my personal favorite activity, one of my actually the same friend, Brett, who I mentioned earlier, earlier in the episode, he like manages a roller hockey rink on Long Island in Plainview. So he opens it up on Christmas Day for like the Jewish you know guys to come down and play. So we've been doing that for like 10 years. We had a good pickup game uh, on Christmas Day this morning or you know this week. Um, probably had like 15 skaters, two goalies. Uh, just to get so that was that was fun um i don't really have a least favorite because i don't really do anything like literally just sit around watch the nba and nfl all day um but that's really it that's good yeah it makes sense yeah uh next one simmy sammy and we'll do two more uh including like this one second to last uh thoughts on laviolette now that we are into the season I, yeah. I mean, he's he's been great. Yeah, yeah, he's he's been great. I knew he was going to be great. Everybody wanted to sit back and doubt. I I hate saying that. Like I I, I know all these things. Like I like I knew Trocheck was going to have a great year. I didn't know, but I just felt I if I don't like to judge something before it actually happens. Like when mm-hmm. you hire a coach, it's like you just don't know what's going to happen. You don't know 
yeah, he's he has a past, right? Everybody has a past, but you just don't know what people are going to do given a new opportunity. And Laviolette came in and he he worked this team really hard, made them compete their compete level at the highest it could possibly be. And it's showing, I mean, they're the number one team in the NHL right now. Yeah, I mean, I was totally wrong about him. I've said it multiple times. Like, I thought he was yeah. going to be like, you know, typical old school guy, um, you know, hockey, 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 win, 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 get pucks deep, two points, like all the cliches you can come up with. And he is a way more personable and even like funnier guy than I ever could have thought. Um, mm -hmm. And it's funny because like, I, I don't want to say I really paid too close attention to coaches. Like I was never one to like, you know, watch a lot of the day-to-day -day, like media scrums and, and all that stuff. Like I didn't really go on YouTube to watch those things. Um, I would only watch like the MSG post game shows. That's really it. And you don't really get to see the coach talk a lot. But now that like, you know, you're in it every day. And you see how he talks to the media. You kind of see how he treats the players. Like he's fucking incredible. Um, and I don't yeah. have like, I don't have like one negative thing to say about him. Um, which is, you know, as a fan, as a critic, as a whatever, like ever the first person you could put blame on is a coach. And uh, I have nothing to say bad about Laviolette. Not one thing. Love that. Love that. Um, and the last one we'll finish up with, Brandman seven six nine four. What was your favorite Rangers brawl? Of all time. Yeah. It's got to be. Um, I always forget the date, but I was there. Rangers Devils when uh, when they all dropped the gloves off the off the. Yeah, I was at that game too. yeah, it was. I think Brandon Prust. Um, Stu Bickle and Mike Stu Rupp. Bickle and Mike Rupp. And the best part about that was the reason why it happened is because. I'm almost positive peter DeBoer said he was going to start the first line and he didn't or like the lineup card came into tortorella as like the first line was going to start but the fourth line up ended up starting and tortorella was hot like he was mm -hmm. pissed off and i think the rangers were pissed off too and that that whole season was a was a whirlwind between the rangers and devils and it felt like it was all brewing up to that moment it was awesome that was yeah. electric or um the fight after the Anisimov goal celebration. Were you at that game? Too? It was absolute, yeah, it was absolute yeah. mayhem. When they show that Anisimov like goal celebration, yeah. you can like see me in like the top left corner. Oh, really? Yeah. You gotta send me that. That's sick. Yeah, yeah, I will. Uh I would say mine. My my first thought was the devil's one. That one was just insane. Like off the opening face off, three guys going yeah. at it, or six guys, I guess technically is sick. But I think my next one would be I was at the preseason game like a long ass time ago, Nassau Coliseum, when Di Pietro fought out Montoya. That one Ooh, was uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was pretty sweet. I don't know if that was like a brawl or just a goalie fight. I don't remember yeah. it being like a full on brawl. But That's uh weird. yeah, that one was a was a good one for me for sure. Great. Yeah. The Rangers have had some good fights, but that mm -hmm. yeah, I, I I bet you that was probably brought up because the whole um Will Cooley, fight, which was awesome. Oh, oh, true. Yeah, yeah. Will Cooley. Yeah, that was great. He's he's a fucking beast, dude. I love another player like him. Like, he's he's an animal. Um, big fan of Will Cooley's. But yep, that's really gonna do it for this week's episode. Just short and sweet. Uh, catching up after the holidays. We got New Year's coming up. Um, any big plans for New Year's Eve? Yeah, I'll be back in Miami. We're going to Dare, which is like a club in the Hollywood Casino. So if you're if you're gonna be there. Hit me up and it'll be a good time. Uh, Afrojack's playing, so it'll be oh, great. sick. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. It's gonna be a good time. I like that. Uh, I won't break down. Yeah, that's not Dude, right. we're doing. We're doing. It's gonna be a 
it's a big weekend. I'm doing Florida at 11 on Thursday. Jeez. Um, Gunna at Live on Saturday. And then Sunday, which I think, is that New Year's Eve? Um, or is it Monday? I think so. I think New Year's Eve is Sunday. Yeah. So Gunna and then on Saturday and then Sunday uh, at Dare with Afrojack. So it's going to be a big right. week for your boy. So, oh, and, and Rangers uh, Thursday. Uh, so we Friday. won't hear from you next week, probably. You'll be no, definitely not. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. Right, well, that's gonna do it for this episode thank you guys for listening even though it's pretty short and sweet hope you guys had a great christmas and a happy new year to everybody we'll talk to you next week any final thoughts lfgr baby without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather emergency or time of day you're the ones who get it done at granger we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies count on real-time product availability and fast delivery call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done